What is good, black people? If this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, welcome to the Omnius Podcast. Whatever particular time, morning, afternoon, or evening that you are listening to this, hope you are having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, just having a, a great day today. You know, and this is episode 11. We have gotten to episode 11 this far. So if you haven't listened to my past podcasts, please listen to those. Um, I put in a lot of work to make those conversations and to make topics. And, you know, most of them are up to, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. So, you know, a lot of stuff do be on my mind. Um, But anyways, I came up with this topic because I just randomly was having a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago and you know she asked me what type of women am I into you know and the the things that I'm going to say in this podcast some of them I told her um but I I kept I kept it short with her and I I just numbed it down to three um in this particular podcast I'm gonna give you five and out of the five, there are two of them that I would consider to be a requirement. You know, like, you know how, like, when you put in a resume uh, for a job and you have to be experienced, like certain jobs, you just have to be experienced. Um, so, like, for me, in order for a woman to put in her resume, she has to be natural. Uh, she can't be a feminist. She has to be black first, first, second and third. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Robert Perkins. Um, she has to be about black nationalism. You know, I, I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't, I don't feel like spoon feeding somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it took me up to three years. I will say approximately three years to get to the mindset that I am in, in this present day, you know, officially. And so, I mean, for some people it might be different, um, just for you to just to get in it, like in the first year or so, I can take that. You know what I'm saying? Like I can lead you or or, or teach you and, and give you new information. Like I can. But like if you just haven't been invited into this world, to this to this realm, you know what I'm saying? Like I just can't rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Like you just going to have to find time. Like if you're willing to listen, you know what I'm saying? It's one thing if you're willing to learn, you know, I can do that. I can I can fix that, <laughs> but if you have not been informed into this type of world, you want to call me a whole tip, you know, you think I'm all of these other type of isms and and it's a, you know all this other type of stuff, right? I don't have time to deal with that. It, it, it's like also, uh, well, might be three out of five because I don't want a, a religious woman, uh, and we're gonna be dealing with all this, right? But I'm just giving you a review over what we're going to be discussing but basically three over three out of five because not only do i want a natural woman not only do i want a non-religious woman but i want a woman that's logical i don't want to have we'll deal with that we'll deal with that (laughs) so the first one right she has to be natural she has to be natural i you know in for for black women they love the monkey fur you know i don't know what it is but they just love the monkey fur there's so many artificial hairs or extensions that they could get that makes their hair or whatever they wear uh make it replicate their hair or black people's hair 
you know, but for some reason, black people think that wearing an afro makes them look ugly or and, and believe it or not, they will get backlash from other black women. Believe it or not, they will get backlash, uh, backlash from other black women on, you know, if they wear their hair out, if they wear their froze out or get some Bantu knots or whatever the case is. I've heard it. I heard it from black women where uh, they said their mother, their grandmother, their auntie, sister, you know, their homegirls will will join on them um, because they wear their hair out and they're proud of their hair and they're growing their hair. Um but, you know, they over here wearing the monkey fur, the Peruvian fur, the Brazilian fur, Indian, Malaysian fur, all this other type of stuff, right? It's, it's beyond me. But for me personally, you know, if I'm trying to find somebody that I can build with, you know, I want somebody that loves the reflection in their mirror. You know, I, I want somebody that loves who they are and what they are. You know, I don't want somebody that's trying to replicate being a black Barbie. You know, I don't want somebody that's trying to look like Megan Thee Stallion or Nicki Minaj or Beyonce. I want somebody that's trying to look like Shaka Khan. I want somebody that's that's out here trying to look like their best life, like Erica Badu. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want somebody that actually loves their hair, loves their crown, their halo, their nine ether follicles you know the coils and it's beyond me that you have a lot of women that will think that this is very problematic for a black man to want a woman that is natural um very very double-minded and very uh it's just very confusing uh confusing because you have women out here that will say that uh, a man can't tell them what to do with their hair and then when a man says, you know, that he, he loves natural hair and he wants more black women to wear natural hair, they'll say, oh, you can't tell us what to do our hair. We do whatever we want with our hair. Right. But then at the same time, they will say that, oh, black men don't even like natural hair. They, they don't like when we wear natural hair. They always make fun of when we wear nat- uh, natural hair. And I'm like, so you're wearing the weave for the black men oh no no we don't we don't wear this for you we wear this for us so i'm confused why would that be an argument why would you make that uh why would you make that particular narrative to to support your argument that you're wearing weave because you do whatever you want with your hair and you know a man can tell you what to do with your hair but at the same time men don't like natural hair so you wear the weave not for the men that don't like the natural hair you wear it for just that that that's beyond me you know what i'm saying that is beyond me um but you do have some women out here who will try to use that argument nonetheless right just to conclude this i like women that love their natural hair the twists the locks corn rolls even if it's a low fade uh, a low low cut whatever the case is i love a woman that loves her natural hair i don't want all that and even when it gets to makeup i don't want you wearing three to four to five layers of makeup looking like a damn clown you know i don't like the big uh, long eyelashes either but 
you know, then again, if you want to wear eyelashes, as long as they're not long as hell out here looking like a drag queen, I'm cool with it. Um, the nails, I don't like long, the long fake nails. That's just me personally. I don't like the long fake nails. It looks ghetto. It looks ratchet. It, it, <laughs> that's just me personally. Um, every woman that I've dated um, never went out of their way to wear the long uh, fingernails and stuff like that. That's just the women that I've, uh, you know, picked for me personally. Now, if you want to wear the, the fake nails, the short fake nails, whatever the case is, that's how you, you know, that's that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But I would not tolerate the long, the long ass fingernails, you know, I looking like Catwoman. That's just not, that's not how it's going to go. Anyways, so to pinpoint, number one, I love natural women. That's what I'm into. Number two. I love women that are sci-fi geeks. You know, if you're not a sci-fi geek, at least be goofy. You know what I'm saying? Like one or the other or both. I love both. Um, but women that are into like, um, I, I don't like anime. I'm not an anime person. But if you're into anime, you can tolerate Star Wars. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? If you if you into Star if you're into anime, you can tolerate Star Wars. You don't have to be interested in star wars all like that like i am you ain't got to be a star wars fan but at least tolerate it you know what i'm saying like at least understand where i'm coming from as a star wars fan um you know into if you're into anime like i said i'm not personally into anime so it could be the same thing and vice versa i have to somewhat respect in and get into the fields of anime um but i'm into women that are in that are either sci-fi geeks and or goofy um, not too goofy, you know what I'm saying? Like out here, just just clowning 24/7. But I do like a woman that can take a good joke. I like a woman that that isn't so uptight and assertive 24/7. I like a woman that you know I can share my dark humor with, and she don't get offended or think I'm doing the most or whatever the case is. You know. Leads me to number three. I want a woman that is non-religious. Yes, I want a woman that is non-religious. Let me take a let me take a water break real quick. I want a woman that is non-religious. And what do I mean by that? I want a woman that isn't a Hebrew Israelite. She isn't a Christian. She isn't a Muslim. I want a woman that actually knows herself. That's what I'm into. If you're still searching for yourself, I can tolerate that. You know, like I was saying before, if you are willing to learn, if you want to learn, those who have ears to hear, eyes to see, and a mind to understand, I can lead you to the way. I can't, uh, I can't baby spoon feed you. All the information you have to do your own research for yourself, but I can I can help you get on that path. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't mind building that type of relationship with you. Ooh, excuse me. I don't mind building that type of relationship with you to where you are trying to learn about yourself and know more about yourself, or you're trying to learn more about spirituality and alchemy and mysticism and so on and so forth. I can't tolerate. A woman or more so try to 
teach a woman on why such and such isn't demonic or why such and such isn't bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just too much. That's that's like child's play. And, you know, I I can understand because at, at one point in my life, I used to be that way. But, you know, that stopped when I was like 18. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that that all officially stopped. Well, actually, it officially stopped when I was uh, 16 going on 17 because I ran into this uh, this beautiful dark skinned black woman. Um, and, and we had a we had a very close relationship. We'll just keep it that way. All right. I want to get uh, 18 plus, but we had a very intimate relationship and she was a witch. She called herself a witch, but she dealt with things concerning hoodoo and voodoo, uh, all the other type of stuff. Right. And and though the poom poom was good. Right. <laughs> though she had it going on like that. You know what I'm saying? I would be freaked out when she would talk about her voodoo practices or hoodoo practices and stuff like that. And and I was like, I can rock with that. But she was like, but this is your magic. This is who you are. This is your your own. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this, these are your powers. You know, tapping into voodoo and hoodoo is is who you are. It's, it's nature. You know, and when I began to slowly get into that, you know, and slowly study it for myself, I was like, wow, this this really is our true spirituality. You know, started studying more into African spirituality, so on and so forth. Um. But yeah, to get back on topic. I don't want a woman that is religious. I, I do not want to go through this uh, this mind numbing, like this migraine, this headache of trying to explain to you why Baphomet isn't demonic. You know, I don't want to show you a book about uh, demonology or demonology, I should say, and the, the Bible, the adversary impacts with the devil. You know, I don't want to tell you about all these forms of mythology and how they all co-sign together. And all you got out of it was always oh, as bad as evil is of the devil. I don't I don't have time to recondition your mind from what you learn in church. Like I said, you have to do that on your own time. I do not have the time of day or night <laughs> for that. That is beyond me. Leading on to number four, and we're just going to keep this brief. Like I said, I don't want to keep this, uh, turn this into uh, 18 plus, you know, mature type of content. But uh, I do want a freak in the sheets. All right. I want somebody who is, you know, what I put in my notes is experienced. What I mean by experienced, I don't mean somebody that's been up and down and around town. You know what I'm saying? Um... Somebody could be experienced in terms of being a freak and, you know, I could be there first. It 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 could happen. Um, but what I mean by experience is that you know how to talk that talk. You know how to walk that walk. You're you're willing to be open to learn and to experience, you know, if, if it's your first. You know, you learn to catch on to new skills and so on and so forth. But even even more so. Even on the other way around, if you've been around in the highways and byways, I won't judge. <laughs> but if you've been around in the highways and byways, you know, um, and you know you're up up there, you know, in the in the in the list, <laughs> you know, 
you know that's fine too i won't judge you know be my my little madeline or whatever um but yeah i do want somebody that is a freak um i don't think the relationship could work out if you can't talk that talk like i can talk that talk you know what i'm saying like if we, if we start doing some foreplay or, or like i just want to pick your mind a little bit and, and be like you know what would you do in these predicaments or you know like you know how conversations like they can turn freaky or nasty like real quick like zero to 100 and what you're saying to me is not making my dingling rise it's not making me like oh snap like this girl know what she talking about. And, and some people they can talk that talk and then when you confront them they get all shy <laughs> but at least the bare minimum like like at least i know where your mind is at and where i can unlock that key and, and where i can get you to a point of being comfortable to where we can engage in that type of union you know what i'm saying but like like at least at base one you know what i'm saying like when i pick your mind like let me know how your mind works if your mind works and you don't even know how to exchange in a conversation of being freaky and of course i was at one at one time unexperienced as well you know what i'm saying like even you know 18 19 I did not know how to talk freaky. I knew how to text freaky, no doubt. No doubt. I knew how to text freaky, but I remember like the certain girls I was talking to when I was 18, 19, and they wanted to have phone sex because when it concerns women, they love that that mind play, you know, the mind games and stuff like that. You know, I, I like my, my, my share of that too. You know what I'm saying? And so when I would have phone sex with, with some of these girls, you know, it, it got really explicit. It got like real explicit real fast. And there was there's two types of, of foreplay when concerning phone sex. One of them I'm I'm still not a fan of today. Uh and I don't know if people still do do this today. But most of most of my experience of phone sex with other people be be number two rather than number one but number one in terms of the different styles of foreplay is when a woman's talking to you on the phone you start talking nasty and she sees uh she sets up a story or a narrative or there's this background of you know let's say she says that i'm a teacher and you're a student and i give you (laughs) i give you the attention you know like that that's I'm not a fan of that. I can't get down with that. And I've tried. I've <laughs> it was not a good experience for me. I just did not feel comfortable cuz before before phone sex I was like, why why do people do phone sex? And then when I started doing phone sex, I was like, okay. When when I started doing it the second the second way, right? And the second style is like when you're talking freaky and you're talking nasty. And y'all talking to each other as if y'all are in the same room. Now that I can get down with rather than if we're making a made up story or I'm outside and you see me across the street and I come over and, you know, I start rubbing off, you know, like that type of like, that's just corny. That's like that that sounds about white. Like (laughs) I just cannot get jiggy with that. I can't. Um, 
that's just me personally. I can't get jiggy with that when it concerns like the 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 phone sex in the first way rather than in the second way. So the second style I'm more familiar with, and I got really well experienced with talking in the second way than in the first way. The second way, I had to literally break out of that shell and. At this point, like the way that I think is like for me to try to break that shell out of a woman, I don't know if it's harder or easier because me personally, I never really had to deal with breaking that shell. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, at this stage in my life, I can't see myself doing it. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not open to it. That doesn't mean that. It will change or won't change in the future. But at this stage, at this point in my life, on this podcast, right then, right now, right? Okay, right here, right now. Sunday, March 14th, 2021. Me, Tyrone. I don't think I can settle for that. But anywho, um, what I was going to say was that in the second, the second style where we have phone sex and we exchange having this freaky conversation and stuff, you know, I got familiar with it through this Jamaican girl and this woman was a complete freak, complete, complete freak. Uh, (laughs) I met her uh, during my community college times and she went to the same school girl was fine i mean this girl was fine 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 like like on top of on top of being fine she was she was thick like this girl was fine and athletic in shape all this other type of stuff right and goofy funny all this other type of stuff and she lived on campus so sometimes I would go over, you know, I would be done with the class. It'd be either in the morning or afternoon, go over to her dorm and we would chill, hang out, all this stuff. And then we got into a exchange. <laughs> we we came from being friends to being friends with benefits real quick because uh, she was a freaky freak freak. And when I first met her, she was with somebody, but. It was for one, it was it was a distance relationship. And then for two, they weren't really all that close from what she was telling me. But um, I'll say I'll I'll save that story for another time for another day. But anyways, um, she is the one that broke my shell. She has she's the one that made me the freak that I am today. She literally turned me inside out. Like, you know, I'm thinking I was a little freak freak. You know, back in high school, here and there, this girl completely turned me inside out. She was experienced. I ain't know nothing until I met her. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of her practitioners. <laughs> I am one of her practitioners to this day. Um, and so when it concerns uh that second style of of phone sex, you know, I am a expertise in that now you know what i'm saying somebody want to talk dirty through the phone i i take it to the next to the next level you know what i'm saying um and then it went from phone sex to facetime she's a, she's also the one that opened up to me on having facetime sex all those type of stuff right all all forms type of foreplay anyways enough about enough about my my old days <laughs> my good old days um 
getting to number five, and this is the last one. I want a woman that is logical. Um, and what I mean by that, and this is again like one of the requirements. No more than a woman who is non-religious or a woman that is natural. I want a woman that is logical. A woman that has a good head on her shoulders. I don't want no irrational uh, conversations, irrational arguments. I don't want her taking stuff out of proportion. I don't want her being somebody that overthinks things to such an extent that she might think that I'm out and about cheating on her. Or she might think that I'm doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. Or she, you know, or women that will say every other week or every other day, do you love me? Or uh, what do you think about me? And you don't know, like women that are insecure. I can't be with no woman that is insecure. And I guess that's what I should have said instead of uh, logical. I don't want a woman that is insecure. I want a woman that knows that she that she is is a one <laughs> that she is a one sauce. Um, as one of my exes used to say, like, I want a woman that is, that isn't insecure. Like, I can't be with a woman that's insecure. Because when you're with a woman that is insecure, you're going to get into irrational arguments about women that, for one, you're not with. And for two, that you don't even pay attention to. When you're dealing with women that are insecure... They're going to bring up, oh, she has a bigger ass than me. She got she got bigger titties than me or, or you know, she prettier than me, all those type of stuff. And you're projecting how you feel about her on me just because you think that she might be prettier than you or she got a better body than you. That doesn't mean that I want her because of how you see her. You know what I'm saying? It like I do not want those type of arguments. That's that's beyond me. And. When when I get to know a woman, I have to get to know you on on a particular basis within at least the first 60 days. You know what I'm saying? Before I can decide, like, okay, I think we can see we can be in a relationship because you can notice a red flag in somebody if you're talking on a consistent basis within the first two weeks, at least the first two weeks. If not the first two weeks, the first 30 days before you get to 60 days. But for me personally, I have to get to know a woman at least on a 60 day basis, uh, a 60 day basis before I can make that decision. So, one, I want a woman that's natural. Two, I want a woman that's goofy or a sci-fi geek, anime geek, Star Wars geek, wrestling geek, whatever the case is. Three, I want a woman that is non-religious. Four, I want a woman that is freaky, you know. And five, I want a woman that isn't insecure and that is logical. A woman that has a good head on her shoulders. And those are the five things that I am into concerning a woman. So hopefully you got something out of this. Um, I didn't mean to make this uh, too long of a video. Uh, I keep saying video. I apologize. <laughs> the, the way that I speak podcasts and videos, I be having to catch myself sometimes. Uh, hopefully you got something out of this podcast. All right. Um, until next time, I turn. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Share this podcast with other people as well. Um, until next time, I am Tyrone. Again, share this podcast with other people. Um, and I'm out.